Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here we are um, on End Times Friday. This is... Uh, good morning. Happy good, Friday. Happy Friday. This was airing after um, well, the week after Easter. So uh, if, uh, you know, for some reason you didn't catch last week's, which would, would have been Good Friday, would be to go back mm-hmm. and uh, look at that because the, uh, uh, the discussion um, of Jesus then moving into... Uh, you know, the Gethsemane and his death mm-hmm. actually followed uh, the statements and the questions about the end times. Um, yeah, it was very good, right? Uh, so he, you know, he kind of, you know, connected things, and that is that the uh, he was ushering in the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be a spiritual kingdom. They were still thinking a uh, human earthly governing kingdom, Right. Um, and honestly, I think that's a mistake we currently make right now um, as Christians. I think a lot of Christians are hyper focused on the earthly political kingdom and less focused on the spiritual kingdom and what God is wanting to usher in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we put um, we put belief in that a government, you know, uh, rulers can basically fix things, mm-hmm. you know, uh, culturally and socially, um, as opposed to, in a, again, and we, we've actually spent some time when we talked about the issue of Nashville, um, is that ever since Adam and Eve, the world has been, mm-hmm. you know, under the, under the influence and control of Satan, uh, right. Christ's kingdom, when, when he you know, went to his death and, and then resurrection, he superseded that so now his mm-hmm. his kingdom that we get to join by the way by what being born again and right then, and then following living in his kingdom where he's king and and i'm uh, surrendered to that can overcome any of the any of the issues thrown at us by the world but he doesn't say i'm gonna i'm gonna get rid of that and change the right. world any any and he says you know of course you know, you have the right, particularly in a democracy, you have a right to vote. Um, do your best to, to vote and, and right and stand and, on truth and, yeah. and, and put people in that, that have a heart for that and uh, and uh, exercise that. But it doesn't it doesn't change the spiritual nature of it. It's still right. un, under the control of Satan, kill, steal, and destroy. And again, if we went back throughout all of history from Adam and Eve till now and say, let's pick a time. Mm-hmm. And see, you know what you see. You would look at it and experience it, and say, "It's not very good, is it?" <laughs> right. Right. Um, and 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 interesting enough, and this is important. Um, the life of Christ, which is what he illustrated, demonstrated, and spoke of, 
during his time, you know, uh, of the three years he was in, in uh, adulthood ministry. Um, not once did he say, and I want you to uh, worry about changing the government and culture you're in, I, you know, and uh, pray for mm-hmm. it, pray for it. And, but more importantly, is to let me guide you in, throughout this troubled world. Right. To live out the covenant and give you wisdom and joy, particularly when you think about it, um, in a way it's kind of simple. Uh, and that is that, you know, uh, first of all, is the world uh, going to be changed per se? No. Right. Um, is is God in complete control where everything that happens is his will? See, no. Um, that's where the mistake's made. Mm-hmm. Is that if God is good and he controls it all, can't he make things different? Right. Um, and he said, well, you handed, I gave authority to you, you handed it over to Satan. The world is under the control of Satan. Uh, and again, through the death and resurrection, um, I have come now to uh, supersede that with my kingdom. Uh, and so in order for you to have the grand life that I have planned for you in a very difficult place, um, mm-hmm. by the way, that difficult place isn't going to get better. So keep understanding right. that. Uh, he says, uh, you, first of all, um, and he's talking now to people that have decided to be, uh, I'm receiving Christ, I'm born again. Uh, well, now you have a choice to make is are you going to live in my kingdom or just in the world? Right. Um, and are you gonna, if you're going to live in my kingdom, you have to surrender your will mm-hmm. to mine, be led by the Holy Spirit, and let the vine dresser, the Father, guide you and direct traffic all your decisions on my path through this difficult place because mm-hmm. in my kingdom... Uh, Satan doesn't have any power. And so I can come, I can over uh, supersede that and I can make things happen um, and give you fruit, which is, by, mm-hmm. by the way, your your own personal uh, experience of the, my nature, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, and I can change circumstances. Um, I don't change people's free will, but I can I can make things work, you know, for your, for your benefit. Um, then he says, so if you do that, then what I would encourage you to do is, is have a, a spouse, friends, and an inner circle that also is at that same place walking in the kingdom, and then you get to do that together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you're and li- that's a beautiful gift. We talk about that yeah. all the time on here, yeah. that gift of community, of abiding community. Yeah, um, and, that, see, and, and there's strength in assisting each other to follow God's will and then together to enjoy what I call the sweetness Mm -hmm. of life in a very, very difficult place because the difficult place does not need to uh, take away your joy. It does because why? Well, the the kingdom of God is, that's a really important word. Mm -hmm. Not, Not maybe, perhaps, could be, will be, it is. So when you're mm-hmm. in the kingdom, it is righteousness. You're there because of righteousness, right. Christ's righteousness, and you receive shalom, peace, and joy. 
Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say when all the troubles resolve. No, it just says right, what, right in the middle of it in yeah. the kingdom, and I'll resolve the issue. So that um, you know, I'll give you a decent example. I, I'm sure that um, you know we all went through this. Actually, it's interesting because uh, we remember we've talked about uh, in the tribulation uh, there's going to be one more government, right? Um, and we actually experienced it uh, in 2020, and that was that. Uh, you know, the, this coronavirus that was identified as COVID-19 was, mm-hmm. was uh, positioned as a, a killing virus. Right. Um, and because it's... And a, worldwide, affecting the world all equally. It was, it was all over the world. Um, yeah. And it was a killing virus, which actually it didn't prove, prove to be there other than the statistics actually are pretty normal for a coronavirus. Um, and it was contagious because coronavirus is contagious. Um, and so um, every government surrendered to the authority of the uh, what's called the World Health Organization, WHO, mm-hmm. who said, um, you know, you, you have to socially distance. Um, when it first came out, I don't know if you remember this, but they said you can't even go to work. You need you need to you know a, a few people uh, could but you you couldn't go to work essential workers only yeah. um, you know grocery stores would stay open but you had to you know do it in a certain way uh, don't even go to restaurants and interesting enough they said schools closed schools closed <laughs> kids can't go to school uh, don't even gather which by the way mm-hmm. is, is a lot of churches were caught up in that you couldn't gather right. because it was it was you were having too many people in one spot. Mm-hmm. And so the world willingly surrendered to that WHO. We were under one world mm-hmm. government. And, and God said, do you understand? Because that was my big question um, about the whole thing is because I know the truth of it, but I never understood the how of it. Mm-hmm. Like, how? Wait a minute. We're all, we're all different countries and we, we really are national, nationalistic. Right. And how, how are we going to come under it willingly? I mean, because I could understand force. Mm-hmm. You know, that just somebody is more powerful and they take over. You know, Hitler tried to do that. Um, right. Uh, okay, I can understand that. I said, I don't think that's possible these days, but how is this going to work? Um, and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And God said, do you see? Um, a catastrophe, a reaction to the catastrophe, a ability to, to rule that catastrophe. And everybody worldwide willingly ex- uh, t- uh, turned mm-hmm. to it. So we were under one world government. Okay, so now we're in a place, couldn't go to church, uh, not supposed to gather. Right. Can't go to restaurants. Uh, can't go to, there was no sporting events, couldn't go to sporting events. Um, so life really got what I would call difficult and kind of awful relative to what we were used to. Right. And how, particularly in America, how we function. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you know, as, as my wife and I and, and uh, our our ministry process that is, um, what do you got to say about this? Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, God speaking, um, I can I can still give you righteousness, peace, and joy if you walk in the kingdom. Let me guide you into the kingdom." And so, right, okay. Uh, so he says here, um, "Why don't you do more uh, small group activity?" And just enjoy each other. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to travel mm-hmm. anywhere, and you're not going to go to restaurants anymore. But you can still gather, 
And you, right. can, you can worship and you can pray and you can talk and you can hit play games and you can have a sweetness in the middle of this awful place uh, and this is particularly when a lot of people uh, were talking to me about, because uh, I said, well, you know, how you doing? Well, it's awful. Um, what's, your, what's your prayer? Well, God, stop it. Mm-hmm. God, stop COVID. Uh, I said, well, let me, let me show you something. Um, it's coronavirus. Mm-hmm. It's been here forever. Um, not really going anywhere and uh, God hasn't taken it away I said I can prove it to you you know go to your Clorox bottle and read the fine print what does mm-hmm. it, what does it mm-hmm. say kills coronavirus I said that's been on that bottle for 25 years mm-hmm. um, so it's not coronavirus isn't going away so I said instead of I have an idea God I would like you to get rid of this problem mm-hmm. God said well uh, not going to get rid of it, but I can give you the grand, beautiful uh, life of the covenant in the middle of that. If you walk in my kingdom and you start to receive, and and what happened with us, I know it happened with you. Our fellowship, our family dynamic, our fellowship, our small group, our inner circle, actually got sweeter. Mm-hmm. Because we we were together more, we were processing uh, right. life more, we were praying to God more, we were uh, getting revelation more, um, and we still had a really exciting time. And it wasn't, you know, God take care of the pro- trouble. It was give us the the joy of walking with you in the middle of that trouble. Right. And God well, says, it was "Hey, by the way, too." Go ahead. I, I feel like it was interesting too to watch, um, especially in America. Yeah, you know, I can't speak to how this was in other countries, but the very restrictions that were put in place while you know the whole thing was was a hot mess. Those very restrictions are actually things that I saw peeling back idols for people. I think there was some real heart work that God did on His church, you know, the Big C Church. Um, in what have you made so important now? You know, what have you made into idols? And I think, you know, when you look at sports and gathering and travel and, you know, all of these different things, you know, when he actually put us in position where we were held to simplify and to really focus on what is most important, you know, the community that I've given you and um, fellowship with me and, you know, some some of these key things and other distractions were pulled away. I think there was a, a... huge amount of spiritual growth in his church for those who chose to lean in and join him in letting it be a refining time and a sanctifying time rather than fighting him so much on it honestly yeah okay so let's let's pick that up a minute um uh you talk about idols mm-hmm. um which is again um if, as we look at the whole God says, I can make all things work together for good for those who are called mm-hmm. according to my purpose. And my purpose, remember, is is kind of simple, is um, I want to transform you right. uh, into my nature by having my nature now live in you, which is why Paul says it's not no longer I that live, Right, but Christ that lives within me. Now, it didn't mean that um, he lost his his personality or his essence of who he was. It was that the life of Christ, with all of the nature of Christ, 
was functioning in me and um, I've surrendered and put to death the flesh. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he, he's, and he said this over and over and over again. Um, I have to do that every day. Right. Um, the flesh doesn't get any better, but the more that I do that every day and live in the kingdom, uh, his purpose is to transform me and live out the, the nature and, and live out the nature of forgiveness and kindness and gentleness and respect. Um, and then two is that um, he says, I'm going to deliver to you, God speaking, the covenant life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. I can make all things work work together for good. Nothing is too difficult for me. I am for you, not against you. In the middle of this trouble, mm-hmm. um, and he says, um, you know, I can deliver this uh, to you. Uh, well, one of the issues that he does deal with is idols. Absolutely. Um, and in a way, think of the simplicity of it. Um, uh, and why it's so significant and, and still significant. Uh, what, what in fact is an idol and why is it an idol? It's anything that we put above him. You know, really when we, and there are things, there are daily choices we make every day where we are giving more of our life, more of our time, more of our presence to something and putting our trust in it or our trust in that for joy, our trust in that for completion, you know, all of these different things. But anything that we put ahead of him is an idol. Yeah. So go to uh, Exodus chapter 20, this 10 commandments. Uh, We could, we could go, we actually, maybe we should sometime have a whole series on idols uh, because the Bible talks a lot about it. Oh yeah. Uh, But this is something we all struggle with. You know, we, we can't say we don't. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's let's make sure we, we answer the question why. Uh, but go ahead and read uh, chapter 20, verses, uh, this is uh, 1, and read through um, uh, 6. 1 through 6, okay. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is on earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands who show, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. Yeah. Okay, so he says, um, uh, first of all, uh, I'm God, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and you're not. Uh, right. You're a created being, uh, and by the way, um, you now have a sinful nature mm-hmm. that because of what happened with Adam and Eve, they lost, remember they died uh, with the Spirit, that uh, they're, they're basically flesh, self-centered flesh, that you have to make choices now to be able to follow me. Um, and I invite you to it, but I don't force you to it mm-hmm. because I don't violate free will, which is why he said, it's, my, it's not my will that any should perish. And I, everybody that's created, that I've created, and his offspring of the people that I've created, my heart is that they would receive me and live with me and join me, mm-hmm. 100%. It's not kind of, perhaps, it's 100%. Right, absolutely. But, but they don't 
because God doesn't control free will, which would mean, which by the way he says here, is that um, if you love me, you're going to follow me. Mm-hmm. It's your choice to demonstrate that love. I'm not going to force you to love me. And if you don't love me, I will let you even die eternally separated from me because I don't force free will. I invite you. So he says, um, I am the God, uh, uh, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. Um, and in verse three, you shall have what? You shall have no other gods before me. Nothing. In other words, um, by the way, this is interesting. Um, are there other gods? No. There's things that we make into gods. Okay, all right. So <laughs> it doesn't say there's other gods, don't follow them. Right. It's it's basically saying don't you create your own God and mm-hmm. put that before me. Okay, what, Which, by the way, can even be yourself and your selfish desires. Yeah, uh, it can be me. Yeah. Um, and so he says... Uh, therefore, what is a God that you would put before me is anything, and he goes into it and says, you know, mm-hmm. any, anything that is in heaven or on earth that you've decided is more important than me, mm-hmm. and you decide that and, and follow that in, in replacement right. of, of coming and seeking me. So he, he like for example, this is important because he says, uh, you know, let's, let's take sporting events. Mm-hmm. Um, are sporting events evil per se? No. No. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's been historically a wonderful pl- uh, time of, of entertainment and, you know, right. pe- people that are skilled and it's fun to watch um, and play. So it's not evil per se. When does it become evil? When we begin to, it's really that shift of us worshiping the gift rather than the giver. Yeah. Um, in other words, yeah. that... When um, that takes all the priority. Uh, I'm going to, um, you know, go to a sporting event, and I've decided I'm going to a sporting event, and I don't even care if my spouse would rather do something else or my small group mm-hmm. has a different time. Is no, wait a minute... Uh, I've decided that's more important to me than going to God and saying, what would you say about this? Uh, and right. by the way, uh, and the beautiful thing about God is because he's so loving, a lot of times he's going to say, well, go enjoy it. Right. Uh, but it's other times he's going to say, actually, you know, today, I know you'd like to go, but mm-hmm. I have I have something different for you that's way, way, more, way more important. Why don't you just seek me mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and be your God? so that um, yeah. I can follow you. And he says, so don't put anything in front of me. Uh, mm-hmm. And putting anything in front of me is just that I decide it's more important at the moment. Uh, he said, you know, don't serve anything else. Um, he said, "It'll if, if you are doing that, by the way, that pattern mm-hmm. will go three, four generations into your family. Right. He said on the other side of it, he says, I will show uh, mercy. And the word mercy there is covenant loyalty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show loyalty to the covenant to thousands who love me and keep my commandments. And by mm-hmm. doing that, now remember, keeping my commandments is just, what do you have to say? And I'll follow that. Right. Um, okay. So an idol uh, is anything in front of us. So one of the things that happened, I think, with COVID uh, is that it caused people 
to reevaluate that. Yes, reevaluate uh, how they're spending their time yeah. and if they've actually surrendered that to God or yeah. if they've put their own ideas and agenda to it. Yeah, and so here's the here's the essence of it is um, we had we had a way of living, mm-hmm. and it was disrupted. Right, um, and it was pretty abrupt, by the way. Um, so it wasn't even we weren't even expecting it. It just all of a sudden, you know, because of the one. And interesting enough, the one world government, you can't go to work anymore. You can't gather anymore. You can't go to church anymore. It, it was mm-hmm. just like boom, that's it. It wasn't. We're thinking about this, you know, in the next four or five months, maybe. It was like boom, this happened, you know, and. Uh, well, then, see, uh, idol would be, how did I react to that? Mm-hmm. Um, did I get really, really mad and say, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to go back to living the way I want to, because I want to, I want to do this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. and God make it so. And God says, well, maybe you've actually let that be an idol because you're not seeking me in the middle of this new paradigm. Right, um, right. And, and that was the difference between what I saw was, okay, uh, the truth is this happened. Mm-hmm. But because he says, I'll show you the covenant. And there's right no, in there's, the middle of there's it. There's no condition to that. <laughs> I'll show mm-hmm. you the covenant. Um, why don't you ask me mm-hmm. how I can give you this grand life despite the fact that everything that, that you were used to Mm-hmm. Has now has now been altered. Why? Right. Well, because um, don't you understand that that fellowship and sweetness and, and inner circle and small group is way way more important than you going to a sporting event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't you understand that uh, you could instead of uh, you know doing so much uh, television or things that you go out and do, you could actually talk to each other. <laughs> right, and even work. You know, I think yeah. there was a shift where people recognized suddenly forced with being put in more family time. They they suddenly recognized there's actually a gift in this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and then see, we have the example. And this is, by the way, what we've been trying to help people with is is called the remnant is that um, remember when Jeremiah you know, preach to the uh, Israelites, you know, repent because you're, you've lot, you've basically put everything else as an idol before God. Mm-hmm. And God said he's going to have to deal with that. And right. um, uh, so repent. And, and then if you do, he'll, he'll, he won't bring the judgment. Uh, we're not doing it. Okay, well, then judgment's coming. Uh, mm-hmm. Nebuchadnezzar's here. Um, now what? And right. God said, well, invite people to because this is now happening, in other words, don't pray that I change it. I'm not changing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if they have a heart to follow me in my kingdom, I'm going to give them this grand covenant life anyway. It'll mm-hmm. be it'll be different. They're not going to have a temple anymore. They're not going to gather together like all the feasts. They don't have all the feasts anymore. Uh, they're not going to experience uh, the typical life that they've had in Israel. But guess what? I'm going to get it, give it to him in a different way. Yeah. And this is important for us to talk about as we talk about End Times Fridays, because I do believe that is going to be the reality of what we're living in. Yeah. You know, as things as things continue, is things may not look the way that they've always looked, and we may not have the freedoms per se that we always had, yet God's promise remains the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, and we'll talk more about this, uh, you know, in, the, in these next weeks, but it's... Um, what will be different 
but how can we live particularly and see this is there's going to be think of two phases there's movement toward the tribulation where mm-hmm. where every where it has and that has to happen this way right good and there ha- will be plenty of difficulty in the middle of that movement towards it good has to become evil evil has to mm-hmm. become good and the way things operate like for example <laughs> um Let's say you 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 want to send your kindergarten kid to a public mm-hmm. school, and you just in the past it's just go to school and learn, right? Well, guess what? Today, you can send that little kindergarten kid, a five year old, who, by the way, and remember the truth of this is that a person's sexuality mm-hmm. is being developed between the ages of two and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in the right in the middle of it, right? Of identity and some and, very confusing messages being given to and them. And so now, you might send your child to a kindergarten, public school, kindergarten, and they might have a uh, a drag queen or a transgender reading Bible stories to them, or not Bible stories, but stories to them, and now mm-hmm. influence them and say you should. And if you want to choose not to be a a, a boy, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's kind of problematic. Uh, right. So is that going to happen more and more and more? Yeah. See, our, our prayer would be, God, just change it back to it. You know, let's mm-hmm. go back to where we can trust the school. God said, well, that ain't going to happen. Uh, but I have, a, I, have a different, I have a different way for you mm-hmm. to assist. Ask me what it is. <laughs> assist, assist the kingdom life for your child. Mm-hmm. But you have to seek me. Don't put an idol and say, well, yeah, but. This is how it functions, you know. And so mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk more about this. But um, the beautiful thing is that uh, God's kingdom is superior to the world. And life in the kingdom is going to be covenant. And it is righteousness, peace, and joy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say if, if, if. It just says that's the kingdom. Right, right. And it's in a, in a world that's going to get more and more troubled, which we're experiencing, um, and we have idols, is... One of the things I'm going to ask God speaking is I'm going to use this to have you consider maybe you put something else ahead of me um, and I'm asking you to see the beauty of actually following me would be better mm-hmm. and it'll be easier even as we go toward the tribulation and there one, one will be one world government and one, one authority right. and you're not going to like it per se. And by the way, I'm asking you not to join it because it's a spiritual thing don't look at your mm. own own safety for it. So we'll, we'll talk more about that. But uh, I thought it was, uh, I, I really felt God saying, yeah, I want to talk about this when you brought up the idea of idols. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, that's that's really part of it. Um, it's um, a central part of our heart as we yeah. step into all of this yeah. too. So we'll, uh, we'll, yeah. talk, we'll talk more about it. We got to continue. We could go on and on and on and uh, uh, there's more to this, but we'll, we'll process again, uh, you know, next time. And uh, Keep talking about uh, what's happening in the world. We had we had actually some things we were going to share. We'll talk about Israel and uh, uh, economics, etc. We'll talk about that next week, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing mm-hmm. you. Sounds great. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. If this brought any questions up for you, be sure to send them in at questions at afjministry.com. And thanks for joining us. We'll just have a great day, guys. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments 
and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.